Welcome to Dating Will Be the Death of Me. This is Amanda. And do I have a story for you guys? (laughs) So I just wanted to first check in before I get to the good stuff. Um, But I just wanted to say thank you guys so much, as always, for your support. I officially reached 1,000 listens this week, um, which was such an exciting milestone I've said this a million times, but I did not know what to expect uh, when I started this podcast. Didn't know what was going to happen, but you guys have just made it so enjoyable and so um, fun for me. So that was a super exciting milestone. And thank you so much. I thought this would be a perfect time to do a little shameless plug. If you guys are enjoying the podcast and would like to support me, I would be so, so grateful. Um, You can do that by going to Anchor and becoming a monthly supporter. Basically, you just choose an amount of money that you would want to support me with every month. You know, if you have extra money, a little, you know, a few bucks to spare every month, I would appreciate it so much. But obviously, you know, times are tough. Gas prices are insane. So I know... Not everyone has, you know, extra money to spend. But if you do have it and you want to support me, I would appreciate it. And um, like I said, you can just go to Anchor and become a supporter of the podcast. But enough of that, enough of my shameless plugging. Today, I, I have a story. And this is kind of an example of, I feel like you see memes all the time, you see post on Instagram, TikToks, whatever, of like, hey, I just met this guy, but he doesn't have a social media presence or whatever. And like a girl texts that to her friend and the friend like finds out his freaking life story right away. Like girls can find out what we want to find out. Um, We are like inherently investigators. Like the FBI should hire all of us. We are, you know, we're able to figure out shit pretty quickly. It's probably kind of creepy. And, you know, there are parts of this story, the situation where I'm like, damn, I'm creepy. Like I, <laughs> I'm finding all this information out way too quickly. Like, it's like I, you know, trained for this, but honestly, it saved me from a worse situation, saved me from wasting my time. So girls embrace it. Um, or anyone, embrace it. If you are good at social media stalking, if you are able to find out information, just do your thing, right? Like you're you're saving yourself time most of the time and you're finding out what you need to find out. So that being said, I'll take you back to, let's say maybe two months ago. So I recently moved and full disclosure, my new apartment happens to be literally right around the corner from where my ex works. He works um, in a bank, in a grocery store. So conveniently, I would be able to go to that grocery store all the time. But I've just changed my schedule kind of to only shop on Sundays because I don't want to run into him. Not that we're not that we were on bad terms. But I don't know, I don't want to be popping up at someone's work, even if I like legitimately, you know, it's it's a stop and shop. That's where I always have shopped, but 
it's just not a situation that I want to be in and I don't want to put him in. So, you know, I was like, I told all my friends, you know, he's right around the corner, but I'm not going to see him. Like, he's my ex, like, whatever. Not going to do that. I literally said on this podcast, I wasn't going to have exes in my apartment. Um, Full disclosure, that did not last. So I reconnected with this guy and we started talking, going back and forth, whatever. And he ended up coming over one night and, you know, we hooked up. That continued, that probably happened like two or three more times over the last two months, whatever. I wasn't looking for anything more from him. Like I didn't want a relationship with him. I knew he's not the kind of person that I would want to be with because he wasn't emotionally supportive of me in a, in a time when I really needed him. So it really was just like a fling, you know, it was comfortable. I knew him. It wasn't awkward at all. So whatever, we're just doing that. And then let's say about two weeks ago, because we were friends on Snapchat. That was uh, the majority of our communication was through Snapchat. About two weeks ago, um, I go to Snapchat him and he's not on my friends list anymore. I'm like, that's really strange. So then I searched his username and he was popping up and I clicked like add friend, but it wasn't allowing me to. And I honestly like, I would assume if he blocked me, I wouldn't have been able to even find his profile, but I I could see his profile. I could press add friend, but it just wasn't adding. So I was like, whatever, like that's no, no big deal. You know, like I said, it was a fling. So then about a week later, he adds me back. And I was like, mm, that's strange. And then he ended up coming over and I called him out. I was like, uh, why did you want to add me? And he was like, oh, that's so weird. I didn't know. I didn't see that happen. Like, I don't know what would have happened. And honestly, I should have called, called him out right there because that's absolute bullshit. Like, you don't accidentally unadd someone on Snapchat. But I was like, whatever. No big deal. Um, and he stayed over or he, he hung out and, you know, um, whatever. So. In the meantime, I found out in that kind of interim when he had unadded me and then readded me during that time he had gone to Jamaica. I'm like, okay, cool. That's fun. Um, yeah. Fast forward to me uh, Monday, this past Monday. I'm sitting on my couch reading a book and I'm just like, wait, that's actually really weird and kind of sketchy that he unadded me while he was in Jamaica. Let me reach out to my friend who has him on Snapchat. I reach out to my friend. I'm like, hey, did you happen to see my ex's Snapchat story while he was in Jamaica? And she was like, yeah, actually, I did, now that you mention it. I was like, okay, that's weird, because he unadded me. So did you see it? Like, was he with someone? And my friend was like, oh, yeah, he was with a girl. And I was like, interesting. And I was like, hmm, did she have red hair? And she was like, my friend was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I know who that is. Because while I was dating this kid, he had gone to Puerto Rico. And this whole time he was telling me, yeah, you know, I'm so excited to go to Puerto Rico with my friend, my best friend, blah, blah, blah. We're going to stay at their family's place. All the while not saying that this best friend was a girl. And I was just really trying I turned over a new leaf, was like, I'm going to be a trusting person. Unless someone gives me a reason not to trust them, I'm not going to doubt them. This is someone that I'm dating. 
I'm going to trust him. Well, about a week before he was going to go to Puerto Rico, we were out, we were having a great day. We went like axe throwing. And then we, when we got back from that, decided, oh, let's grab a drink and grab some food. So we're at the bar and all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to go to Puerto Rico with girl's name. And I was like, excuse me, what's your friend's name? And he said it again. It was a girl. And I was like, you never mentioned that your friend that you're going to Puerto Rico with is a girl. He's like, oh, I mean, I didn't think it was a big deal. Like she's just my best friend. And I was like, but it didn't, you didn't, I was like mind blown. I'm like, how did you manage to not even use like the word she or her or her name for me to be like, oh, it is a girl. And I honestly got super upset. Like I, I felt like someone had punched me in the gut. Like it seemed he intentionally left out the fact that he was going with a girl. But again, I was like, I'm going to be trusting whatever. Throughout his trip, he was FaceTiming me, calling me, keeping in touch. So I didn't really think anything of it. He came back. We were still dating. We dated for another two or three months um, and everything was good. So that's that's the girl that he went to Jamaica with. And I was like, hmm, I know her name. So let's see if she has an Instagram. So I go to her Instagram. I find her, right? Um, I'm scrolling. You know, there's pictures from Jamaica. A lot of them are like very, you know, provocative. Like I keep scrolling and what do I see? I see a couple's picture from Christmas of my ex and this girl. And when I say it's a couple's picture, they have like their arms around each other. She has his hand, sorry, she has her hand on his stomach, like your typical couple's pose. And I like, I'm like, holy shit. So then I scroll to the next picture and it's them in matching pajamas. Then I scroll to the next picture and it's them in matching pajamas surrounded by her family. And I'm like, oh, they were fully dating. And this was, so we broke up last June. So this is the Christmas since then. So as far as I know, there's no overlap. But I'm like, are you, ki- are you fucking kidding me? This is the girl that you said was your best friend and that you just went to Jamaica with. Yeah, so I'm freaking out. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this motherfucker has been coming over. We've been hooking up. He's been texting me. He messaged me recently and was like trying to ask about my, um, I've had interviews lately. He's like asking me about that, like genuinely interested in, in having a conversation. And like I said, coming over, hooking up and all that. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I messaged him on Snapchat because again, he added me back after he got back from his little um, couple's vacation. I messaged him and I said, hey, can I ask you a question? And he said, oh yeah, sure, what's up? And I said, "Uh, so you have a girlfriend? And he responds, I'm talking to someone. Okay, last time I checked, you don't buy matching pajamas, go over to someone's house for Christmas with their family if you're just talking to them. Pretty sure you don't go on a full trip to Jamaica when you're just talking to someone. I was like, so beyond, I didn't even have words. I was like, I'm not interested in being part of whatever this is. Like you, you drag me into this bullshit. I'm out. And he was like, um, I didn't bring you into anything, but whatever. And I, I was like, fuck you. So I texted, um, two of my friends just to see, I was like, oh, do you guys still have him on Snapchat too? Because we had all hung out together 
he knew them. I know, I think at one point that had him on Snapchat, but they hadn't heard anything, whatever. But I sent them the pictures and I was like, this is a situation. And they're like, that's wild. You should reach out to her. And I sat there for a second. I was like, I, I fully could, right? I have the receipts. I have messages on Snapchat. Um, you know, I could prove that we had been hanging out or he had been like flirting and literally hooking up with me. But I was like, I don't need that drama. So all I can say is good luck to her. I feel bad for her, obviously. Like, it's a shitty situation. And then my mind started thinking, I'm like, was he cheating on me when we were together? Because it's kind of the same situation. Like, when I was dating him, he could have fully been having this separate relationship or hookup with this girl. And... I'm not going to like let my brain go down that road because it doesn't matter because it's the past, but it made me just kind of question everything. And it just solidified in my mind that this is not the guy for me, but I just, I don't understand what he gains from this because he clearly, when he was with me, he met my family. I met his family. We hung out with his friends. I, he hung out with my friends. Like we were very much together and in each other's lives and, had plans, you know, we had planned a trip to travel before we had, had broken up. And so if he was cheating on me, like why go through all of that with me? And then on the flip side with this girl, you've met her family. You went to Christmas with her family. You bought matching pajamas with her. Like you went to Jamaica with her. Why are you going to risk all that to hook up with your ex? Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. And it just makes me think like, wow, you're a super shady person and I don't want anything to do with you. But I I literally, I was like, oh, I'm on my shit. I, I found all of this out within probably 10, 15 minutes. I, and again, I don't even know what sparked me to be like, oh, wait, let's, let's follow up on the fact that he unadded me on Snapchat. But like my instincts were right. And, you know, and then I started to think, okay, they were dating at Christmas. Maybe they've broken up and they just went on a friend's trip. But I'm like, nope, it was shady. He unadded me for a reason. In my head, I'm like, she probably said, oh, like, will you post on um, Snapchat a, a picture of us or whatever? Um, or, you know, she was in his Snapchats and, and he didn't want me to see because then that would blow up his spot with me and he wouldn't be able to hook up with me anymore. Um, so... It was just a really shitty situation. I'm glad I'm on this side of it because, again, I also was like, I'm not interested in being part of this messiness, part of this drama. Like, I'm almost 30 and I don't need that bullshit. He's over 30. I don't know why he's still engaging in that bullshit. But it was just like, I was just like, wow. Um, so that's that's what I've been dealing with this week. But, yeah, I mean, if any of you guys have had this situation where – either you found out that your partner was cheating or you found out that you are the other person, like reach out, share. I would love to hear your stories. I mean, it it's a shitty position no matter where you are, unless you're the person that is playing both sides. I don't know how he doesn't feel bad. I would feel bad. I can't imagine having almost like a, not a double life because, you know, 
my him and I our situation wasn't impacting his life all that much but like you're fully hiding a whole part of your life whenever you're with me to the point where you literally had to unadd me on Snapchat so I wouldn't see it so my advice is if you're thinking about hooking up with other people if you're thinking about seeing other people if you're thinking about flirting with other people and you're in a relationship maybe reconsider that and leave that relationship or have an open relationship but do not put your partner in a situation where they are not your priority or not you know like that poor girl if she ever finds out well poor girl if she doesn't find out too cuz then like she looks like a fool but like if she finds out that messes with you that like totally rocks your world and like shakes your trust and makes you not want to trust anyone ever again so yeah just I'm f- fucking over all of this like even a hookup can't be simple now it has to be like ridden with drama but um I feel like that's a good segue into a book that I wanted to plug um I know this isn't like a literary podcast or anything like that, but I've been reading a book and actually, <laughs> duh, maybe this is the reason that I thought of it. Um, it's called The Golden Couple and it's a book that I got, or my mom got on um, Book of the Month and she let me borrow it. We, It's actually, Book of the Month is a really good deal. Um, this specific book, um, it's, it's a hardcover. Every book on Book of the Month, you get hardcover. And it says the actual price. It's $28.99. But for book of the month, you pay like a, I think it's $15.99 monthly for the months that you want to be active. You can definitely pause it or like skip months and get get credits if you're not into any of the books. But so this book is almost $30, but you get it for half that price if you do book of the month. And it's cool because if you have other people, if you have other like friends or family or whatever that are part of book of the month, you can get the same book and do like a little book club situation, which I did with one of my friends, or you can get different books and then swap them. So I would recommend it for sure. Um, This book, again, is called The Golden Couple. It's by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen, I believe. I don't know how to say that, so I apologize. Um, But it's, it's been so interesting so far. So basically, it's told by in two different perspectives. The first is by a uh, therapist who lost her license. She is now counseling people, couples on on their marriages, and or I guess not just couples because she mentioned a few other people that she had counseled. But she has a very unconventional and um, I guess technically I don't know if it would be illegal, but she gets. Um, her license revoked because of the way that she she goes about her therapy, but she tries to help people in 10 sessions, no more, no less. And the basis of the story is this couple comes to her, the wife comes to her first and says, you know, I've cheated on my husband. Um, we need your help. So duh, that's where I made the connection. Like this ex of mine was cheating. Um, Obviously, that came from from the book, but it's really interesting. There's a lot of layers. So we hear from the therapist, but then we also hear from Marissa, who is the wife. And she it's cool getting both sides because you get kind of like the full truth from Marissa, who's the wife who cheated. And then you kind of see the therapist, Avery, try to put the pieces together and figure out 
what happened and kind of, um, you know, peel apart the layers of this couple. But then there's like a whole other plot where one of her, um, one of her patients was like a whistle, whistleblower, or she was a whistleblower for one of her patients because she was working for a pharmaceutical company that was going to put out a drug that was known to like kill a certain number of people. Um, and they, the company was like, you know what, that's a, a risk that we'll take. And the company is now coming after the therapist. So there's like a lot of different layers. I just, I'm on, I'm about three quarters of the way, almost, yeah, almost, almost done with it. I might finish it tonight, but like it's twists and turns and it's super interesting. So I like it. I feel like obviously the title is facetious being the golden couple because the couple on the outside looks perfect, right? They're rich. They have um, one son who's really into, you know, baseball, Boy Scouts, does all the things that you would want like a perfect child to do. And even despite all of those things, all of the luxuries, all of the the money, they're not happy. Uh, so I think it's really cool. And it's interesting hearing about this therapist approach. It's It's not based on a real therapist, but it's interesting. Like she's used very unconventional methods and thinking like, oh my God, if, if therapists actually did that, that would be wild. Cause she's very invasive, like follows her clients, um, you know, digs into their lives, like very much into their lives and try to, tries to find out everything to be able to help them. So I would definitely recommend it. Again, it's called The Golden Couple by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. And I would also recommend Book of the Month if you are not a member, if you haven't tried it yet. I think you can get like a free trial or something. And it's a really good present. I got my mom three months for Mother's Day. And then one of my best friends actually got it for me for my birthday, which is how I got into this. So thank you, Liz. I would definitely recommend it. That being said, if you're not a bookworm, then sorry to bore you with that. Go watch Real Housewives because that shit is just as interesting and just as juicy with twists and turns. But Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being an audience for this absolutely wild story that, again, literally just happened a few days ago, and I'm just still baffled by this This man literally thought that he, well, I'll call him a boy because he's acting like a, ch- a child. This child, this boy thought he was going to get away with, like, cheating and unadding me on Snapchat. And he almost did because I was like, oh, that's so weird. I wonder what happened. Like, no, I caught on to it. I don't believe your lies. Um, So, yeah, if you're going to cheat, just break up. That's my advice. If you're going to cheat, just break up. Thank you guys for listening. I'm really excited about some people that are going to be coming on my podcast in the future. I'm going to hear from or we're going to have Bri on. Brie is a sexologist and a podcaster with the Queen Collective. So if you want to get ready for that, start listening to the Queen Collective on all of the the podcast platforms. You could find them. Um, That's a podcast. It's hosted by Brie and JJ, and they're they're both amazing. It's such a a cool podcast. But I'm just interested to hear from Brie, who, like I said, is a sexologist. So we have that coming up. Um, I've also been talking with a few other people. 
and we're trying to figure out a time that we can get together and talk because I get, like I said, it's so cool getting to know people um, through, through doing podcasts. I've learned so much from everyone and I just want to continue growing and continue doing this and hope that you guys continue to enjoy it. So thank you so, so much. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.